please welcome John Carney. John, come on. You're all, it, you are I, living in an alternate reality. I, yeah, but I called it my Niners coming through. How yeah. you doing? How about those Chiefs? That was the best game. I, we had a yeah. ball watching the friends. Runner-up is nothing to be ashamed of. No, no runner-up here. I was really proud of Brock Purdy. It was great watching his dad in the stands cry. What an amazing storyline for that kid. Right. Uh, and, I was great, too. And he'll be back next year and the year after that and the year after that. I think I was and really he's impressed. he's so young. Yeah, I was impressed you know? with the whole 49ers. I mean, I so is Mahomes. A great, a great job. Does anybody care about the money I lost? No? Oh, you did? How much <laughs> well, money? Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, so. And in the state of Missouri. Oh, man. I, uh, I was the only 49ers fan in the room. And I guess there were eight or ten of us. And... Uh, it was a lot of, ha hey, ha hey, ha and it ended with a, <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I mean, if, if the 49ers weren't in the Super Bowl, I definitely would have been all in for the Chiefs. And it was a great story, and what a comeback. And it was almost expected, right. just like it used to be with Tom Brady. Sorry, Max. But come from behind, they're moving the ball down. Of course. Super Bowl 58, Taylor's version. Two. Yeah. Congratulations right. to Taylor Swift for winning her first Super Bowl. Yes, exactly. Winning. Winning. I want to know details. Did she pay for the $2 million suite? Did Travis, did the NFL give it to her comp because I, of all that she's done? I did research on that suite and what they got and what it costs per person. And I'll tell you all that. But first... You know, let's tell people A what's going on. New inductee into the White Castle Hall of Fame. It is Heart Health Month, and we'll talk to Jen Hinkle from the Ollie Hinkle Health Foundation uh, Humane Society because it's 24-hour day of giving for them, and Marty pops in. So there you go. That's today. Julie Buck, where you been? Okay, where haven't I been? Started off. We watched um, the Super Bowl together. That was fun. That didn't we have a ball? It was now? great. It was so it was... overtime. We couldn't believe it. And how about leg room in how the, about in the, the snacks? <laughs> uh, Crusher made a huge pot of elk chili, and we took that over to some a friend's house, and we had we'll a ball right with our again. with our friends, the Spences, and some other friends were there. It was just we had so much fun, and I thought the game was fantastic and it got better as it went on mm -hmm. oh, and yeah. when the chiefs were down i was like here's the thing okay so dave spence has like a bunch of sports memorabilia and shaquille o'neal's shoes are in an acrylic case on the they near are the, fire the acrylic case they are probably. this case is huge the shoes are ginormous it's insane and i said here's the thing i said if the chiefs win can I, i'm gonna break open that acrylic case and put those shoes on wow and, and the value goes way down. Oh, Julie's or the shoes? Well, shoes. All of the above. And I had his blessing. And wow. so we took him out. 
and we put them on. You can see my video. You didn't have to break the case, really, though. I didn't break the case. No, we just opened We opened the case. You should have put on the Real Housewife dress that you bought. Which came over the weekend. With the shack shoes. Uh, You're just wearing everybody else's clothes. This Tying is, it together. So this is what Crusher and I talked about. So the box from Kathy Hilton's house shows up with the dress in it, a little tiny purse, and a little pair of earrings that she sent me as a bonus with a handwritten note. I'm freaking out. And my husband's like, so wait a minute. You are like buying people's used clothes <laughs> right now? Is this now? how he found out? Yeah, this is oh. how he... No, he opened the box and there was no invoice or anything in there. That we will all By keep... request. Keep, yeah. We'll keep that amongst ourselves. Um, but he... And he was like, this is... He's like, who's Kathy and why is this... I'm like, oh, well, it's just oh, no. Paris Hilton's mom, and I'm, that's her dress. And he's like, but I, he said, I'm stunned that you would wear and buy somebody else's old clothes and pay money for somebody else's old things. And then he said, you know what? And I said, well, I might wear the dress to Natalie's wedding. I think that's probably yeah, what I'm going to do. That's the move. And he's like, so would it be weird if I, like, bought Ozzy Osbourne's pants and wore them oh, <laughs> to Natalie's name. wedding? I know there's a celebrity name in there. But, so we have been uh, cracking up all... I've been laughing all weekend about the thought of him buying Ozzy Osbourne's pants and what would be going on with those and him wearing those to our niece's wedding. I just... I don't know. It made me laugh. So a uh, good time had by all. We were rooting for the Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Had a ball. And it was a fantastic night. And I just... I have no complaints over the weekend. Life was good. Nice. Happy to hear it. Max, similar story. Did you put on a famous dress? I didn't. I've tried to buy famous dresses, but I'm always outbid. Well, the dress fit, which was also a plus. Yeah, the very shoe happy. fits, though, was more The important. shoe did not. No. Now, uh, have you heard back from your BFF? Have you tried? From Kathy? To, yeah. Um, now that you've declined some of the Yeah, dresses? they're still in. They're like, they, we put a little something extra in the box for you, and it was like oh. a pair of fun little earrings. Yeah. So you guys are okay? We're, I, I was everything's just concerned good. about you guys, your friendship. It's No, we're good. I think I could reach out to her in a pinch, and we could probably get her on the show. I've got nothing to report that uh, that's any different from anyone else. Went to a Super Bowl party, ate way too much food, uh, was bowled over by the overtime, the fact that it's only happened once before, and how nobody really understood the rules. I mean, You they, went to a party? They changed. It was a get-together. They changed the rules for overtime a couple of years ago. Uh, and the rules are even different if it's playoffs versus yeah. regular season. And then it seemed like Tony Romo didn't know what he was saying because he was saying, well, well they'll, let, they'll let time run out and they'll go to the next quarter. But I was like, the next quarter? But apparently you get four downs. But what I'm unclear is if you had two downs left and you get a whole new quarter, do you play out the rest of that and quarter? knowing in hindsight that San Francisco did not make the right choice, wouldn't you – want the other team to go I mean wouldn't you want to go first no. or would you not no you would, would want, not want to go yes, first I'd want the other team to like go in first college be, football well because also a defensive score ends, ends it. it so if anything weird happens so that was weird too yeah. that the that the or that the 49ers won the coin toss and then picked to go except that they ran it the whole time they were being very smart about that I was frustrated with Andy uh, Coach Andy, who who uh, is great, and I love him, but I was frustrated that it seemed like most of the game he was playing for the tie. He was not being very aggressive. He, you know, the Niners are going for the touchdown; they're going on fourth down, and Andy's like, "Fine, we'll kick it, we'll tie it up." But hey, jokes on the league because they won it with you know two seconds left in uh, overtime. And his mustache just thought, "Give him a little time," you know. 
Right. Was right. anybody shocked at Travis Kelsey almost knocking him over? Yeah, that was really that weird. Was very odd. Almost knocking the play call out of his hand. I mean, it was bad. Yeah, they had to address that before they even left the building with the media. And apparently, you know, Andy was like, he's a great kid and he's just very he's competitive. He's 30-something years old. Well, to Andy, okay. that's a young kid. He was just... He said, you know, Kelsey's just very emotional and competitive. Amped and, up. I didn't, so there, no, I didn't like it. No bad blood. Oh, I didn't either. I, I didn't like it either. No bad blood. Was that a Taylor uh, Swift reference and you didn't even know it? I no, Yeah. If, if I make one, it's completely accidental. That was it. And uh, so, so, okay, I'm dying to know about the other party of the year. The we, party. Oh, we are so At the Carnegie's. How was it? Uh, it was it was fine. Um, Good. Kind of felt like I opened a restaurant for the weekend. You know, with everybody coming over on Sunday. And for those that didn't catch the show last week when I brought it up, John had the fall dance at school. He's a freshman. And the after party was at our house. Head count was actually more like 27 kids. Okay, well, that's good. So it kind of stuck to what it was supposed to be. Um, and they were great. It was great fun. They were happy. I last minute made a a quick change of plan call on the menu. I'm not going to make chicken wings for all those people. That's going to be a mess. And then you're going to have the handprints with yeah. the chicken wing sauce uh-huh. all over your sofa. So the wife uh, came up with, let's just go to Sam's and buy taquitos, toasted revs, and pizza rolls. And I said, honey, you're a genius. And that's what we did. And they were still thrilled. We made some ham and cheese sliders too, but uh, it it was great. And we had clearly told everyone, you need to be picked up by 1230, out by one. That is late for that age. Well, it didn't start till 1030. Um, oh, okay. So it was a two-hour window. And at one fifteen, there were still two girls there. Like, where are your parents? <laughs> I would love to have had tape rolling on this conversation. Where are your parents? Yeah, it was a big win for both kids. Of course, John... Through a great party. Well, Never. where were the parents? Did we ever did they surface? Uh, one of them like overslept, and uh, the other one was just. She said, "I'm sorry, we're just running a little bit late." She lives three blocks away. Come on. Any hoodles? No bad blood here. Oh, I did it again. Ah, uh, stop it. Um. So that was fun. And John's picking up guitar now and can play a few songs. So a lot of the time I'd peer down the steps as my wife and I barricaded ourselves in our room. Uh, And he was on the couch playing songs and everyone was singing along. I saw pictures of that on Facebook. Yeah, and then they were out at the bonfire and he was playing and singing along. And the hot tub was bubbling. Smashed it against the wall. No. No, really good kids. That's that's refreshing. I'm glad he didn't take the guitar into the hot tub, but at one point there were six kids in the hot tub, which is why I couldn't find a clean towel this morning. 
It's not about me. So Liam stayed at a friend's because I didn't want John to have to worry about his brother not being included and wanted to avoid the politics. So he stayed at a friend's. Yesterday, John had a bat or Liam had a basketball game. Um, they didn't win. It was a good game, tough game. And after the game, a guy came up and started talking to us. And is that your son? And da, 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 da. turns out he's the head coach of Lindenwood College. And he's very interested in recruiting Liam. And I said to the guy, um, he's in eighth grade. Oh, my gosh. You know, like, are you even going to have this job in four years? I didn't say that out loud. But that was pretty, uh, that was a proud moment for my that's mom, fant- mom and dad. I would think, yeah, that's that would be fantastic. So, Does it come with a scholarship if you play an, a sport at Lindenwood? I don't know. I would think so. And with my wife being a WashU employee, there's also higher education benefits there, too. Yeah. But if the Carney boys want to go to med school, we got to get them through high school. Goodness. Middle school. Yeah. Well, one more middle school, one in middle school, one in high school, but we'll, we'll get through it. Um, so yeah, both events went off great. Uh, McGraw was a no show, which, uh, I normally expect like on at, the station today, this morning or at the kids party. No, he was coming. For the Super Bowl yesterday. Oh, okay. And assured me of it so much that my original plan to make gumbo and tie it into Mardi Gras, I scratched solely because McGraw has a shellfish allergy. Didn't know that. I didn't make gumbo and he didn't come by. That's awfully shellfish of him. At least. Wow. Well played, Maxie. Is that a Taylor song? Well played. Um, yeah. So obviously the Super Bowl has been brought up by all of us, but there's a lot to unpack there from the commercials and the scandals and everything. And we'll do that. We'll pepper that throughout the broadcast. Uh, I and I alone excited about the latest inductees into the White Castle Hall of Fame that they uh, do at the Cravers convention every year, which no, I wonder if they get a ring, uh, a chicken ring, too many jokes, a chicken ring. No, but they get flown to the ceremony and they get a plaque and they get indigestion. I was going to say get... gas. Were you? Uh-huh. Um, what I didn't realize until I was reading all the information that Max provided me. So we could sound like we know what we're talking about was uh, that one of the inductees is from St. Louis. So my apologies to the oversight there and not giving them just rewards. Did anybody watch any Puppy Bowl? See, that's another thing. A lot to cover there. My okay, sister, we'll, we'll have, we have plenty of time to get into that. My, We're here till three. My, are we? My sister brought it up, and uh, yeah, I didn't see it. I watched for like five minutes, and then after about five minutes, I'm like, oh, and then I thought... The dog from Missouri, we're not going to get to see it. I, I just, I didn't see him. Did you look in on the uh, SpongeBob Super Bowl thing? No. I never even understood what that was all about, but there was one of those two. Uh, all right, 12-23, Max, is, is there somebody we should, well, you know what, the boss was just in. Yeah, I think Walter Knoll would love a shout. Yeah. I have to call there after work today because I've got, 
people in St. Louis I need to send flowers to. You they'll even people. they'll send them for you even to other cities. Sure. Which is something I need to do. Right. I need to get this done like ASAP. I need to call Walter Noel. And I love when I call. What did you forget? <laughs> well, I've, I've got one, one, little, one little chickadee in New York City, and then I got someone who might be listening right now that will want some roses, you know, for Valentine's Day. Aww. You know, of course. You know, we want, want her to have nothing but the very best, so we'll go with Walter Noel. And you don't want it to get screwed up on Valentine's Day. And I have had bad experiences when I've been in a pinch and gone somewhere else. It doesn't work out right. It doesn't. And these people, they get it. They got it knocked down. The last minute, oh, you know, since I'm here at the grocery store and they've got some flowers by the counter, I'll get some of those. And I get Gerber daisies, you know, for shoes all the time. And they're very colorful ones at the box stores. But within two days, maybe even one day, the water in the vase has turned into the color of the daisies. You know why? They're spray painted. Mm. That's nice way to say I love you. That doesn't even say I like you a lot. No. Don't cut that corner. It's silly. Don't be silly. Call Walter Norflores. And with Valentine's Day, I haven't checked and he hasn't asked, but I would bet they could uh, use a driver or two because they get a little busy. Uh, and a few uh, of the seasonal help that's jumped on board around this time have stayed with the company because they found, oh, these gnomes are really nice people. Oh, they take care of their own. When you're delivering flowers, nobody goes, oh, damn. No, they're happy to get them. So not a bad gig. So you might want to look into that, too. If you go to WKF.com. That's where you can order them or look for a career if that's what you would like to do. So, Wally, thanks for all the help. Find them online, WKF.com. Mama is your text about a bounce. Mama is a fire in your house. And she about to pop up and announce. And she never leaving you alone. Watch her put your ops on a throne. Just in case you were hankering for some music you didn't know existed. There you go. That's uh, spicy, icy. Ice spice. And at first I'm thinking, is that one of the, um, is that one of the uh, Spice Girls? I'm like, mm, no, she probably wasn't even born yet. So, probably. What's the deal? I thought, I thought it was Kira Top initially. Who, who is that? Uh, she is a rapper. She's a sure. just heard. And a friend of Tay. Well, uh, she was collaborating arguable. with, well, okay. She was collaborating with Taylor on that song called Karma, which was a big hit for Taylor. And they became friends, and she invited her to the Super Bowl. So she is a well-known artist. I know that you she's know, hosted maybe Saturday not, Night Live. Yeah, she she was a musical guest on, on SNL. She's, oh, is that what it was? Yeah, she didn't host. She was a musical guest. But I don't think that we are the demo. So you know, it's I, I was at a Super Bowl party where people were like, "Who's Usher?" So I, I think that <laughs> maybe just I know who not, he is. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen more Alicia Keys than we got. I just think she's so talented. And I loved that red piano. Just It was really cool the way it was shaped and done, and I, I just thought it was really neat. I thought it looked like a giant anvil. <laughs> you know, as I thought, just thought it was neat. Familiar I as I am with tools. But other than no, that, I, I, I was I like, agree. I thought it was very unique. I did like Lil John. I thought he was funny. 
he I was funny. I don't think he meant to be funny, but he just is. Because I think of those Jimmy John commercials. I don't know. I just, I like them. Another but... one. Like, I don't know if they're famous. Why are they famous? What did I miss? But, uh, all right. So you want to start with the box. We'll start with the box. Um, Can we th- start with the text line? Okay. Go Eight, at it. 84126, the Michaels oh, Bath text line. What do you got? Um, from the 808, she looks like the press secretary for Jay Biden. Okay. Uh, somebody else says, let's see, just saw the video from the 636 of you in Shaq's. Julie saw you in the video in Shaq's shoes, and they don't look that big on you, actually. Well, I'm a size 7, and those are a size 22. So well, you really don't know a person until you walk a mile, so you got to put that's those true. shoes I couldn't have on. walked a mile. They were too heavy. In those I, shoes. I imagine I've seen one on display somewhere. It's. I remember seeing it going. That it looks like a canoe with laces. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Okay. Okay. The the boxes and the sweets. Let's get into that the juicy box. stuff. Box. Um, obviously, there were a few, but there's one in particular, and I'm sure it's the one that they occupied. So, uh. Buckle up, kids. Two and a half million dollars for the suite for the game. Can you imagine this? Yeah. And what do you get with that? Something. I mean, they get, you know, chairs. The dessert the, cart? The, the light. Yeah. They go a little farther than that. Popcorn in a Super Bowl souvenir tin. Oh, Isn't that nice? Bacon-wrapped hot dogs. Two million dollars. Hot dogs. We had the same food that Taylor Swift got. Barbecue burnt end burritos. Glazed donut Super Bowl Sundays. Ooh. Carne asada french fries. Seafood stuffed potatoes. What is carne asada french fries? What would you would interpret that as a uh, chef? Spiced beef like a like a, a flat iron steak, sliced real thin. Okay. Uh, carne asada french fries, seafood, stuffed potatoes, surf and turf nachos, Wagyu beef hot dogs. And Never fro- heard of that. And frozen cheesecake. Okay. And, of course, a full bar and staff. So you get like $150 worth of food for $2.5 million. Yeah, and if you break it down, the suite holds 20 people. Unless they're all tremendous. Tremendous. So 20 people. Luckily, I didn't have to do the math. It was all in front of me. 125 grand a head. Wow. Uh, Kelsey would not confirm that he purchased the suite, but he did say the game cost him a pretty penny. Okay, but I didn't see Mama Kelsey. I didn't see uh, the brother. And I the wasn't wife watching and the kids closely. And... Where were Jason they? did pop Jason, up there yeah. because Jason ran up to Taylor and gave her a big, almost brother-in-law to be bear hug, and then she introduced him to Ice Spice and he daintily shook her hand. And I thought, what a good dude this guy! I love daintily. him. I yeah. think they are the the it couple. I would love to see a reality show. She seems so grounded and normal. His wife. And those three cute little girls, that is a reality show waiting to happen. 
no better way to ruin a relationship than surround them with cameras every minute well, of their true. life. That's true. Maybe they shouldn't do it. Two and a half million on the suite. And the commercials, I mean, there's a lot to talk about there, although I didn't really see a lot of them until this morning. But seven million was the going right for a 30. And there were 50 spots available. Did anything stand out to you as, wow, that was a great spot? I thought the uh, the Dorito spot where the two elderly ladies were going yep. on this thing, I thought that was pretty fun. That was kind of wild. That was great. And I thought the Michael Sarah ad was hilarious. First of all, Michael Sarah is looking a lot older these days, which, you know, he's got such a baby face. That's that's funny. Happy but, uh, I thought it was a really funny ad. So those two were the ones that stuck out to me. Jules, that was top two. The Doritos was up there. The Carl Weathers spot. Yeah. And the Jennifer Aniston Uber Eats now, see, that one I can tell you exactly what it's for. Jennifer Aniston Uber Eats with David Schwimmer. I thought that was actually super cute. Yeah. I enjoyed that. But other than that, I, I was kind of like, mm, yeah. I don't know. I think every year we say that. Ah, somebody says the babies playing pickleball was the best. I didn't see that one. I must have been up getting another load of <laughs> something food. But, uh, yeah, uh, every year we say, I don't think they were as good as they were last year. Because a year is just long enough to forget what you saw last year. You say that every year. I mean, not you specifically. But peeps, uh, I am going to go completely different direction. And the one that I saw that I enjoyed the most and laughed the hardest was the Christopher Walken commercial. Oh my! Maybe it's. I my, didn't see that one either, and I uh, and I and I probably would have laughed. At my that. infatuation with with wanting to do a Christopher Walken impression helped fuel it because in the commercial, there everybody's doing a Christopher Walken impression for him, and he's not remotely amused. I loved it. The other one. And I had to describe it to my wife because she was doing something else. And I may even tear up doing it now. The woman getting in the car with her daughter and there's graffiti on her garage with uh, um, a Nazi symbol, a swastika, and hate Jews on it. And the daughter's like, Mom, Mom, what's that on the door? Oh, just somebody, you know, causing trouble and they drive away. She comes back home and parks in the in the driveway. Oh, yeah, this one. And there's no paint. I mean, there's no graffiti on the wall. It's completely covered. She looked over at the neighbor who was out working on his car, and he was still out working on his car, and she sees he's got paint on his shoes. And I was just, I couldn't speak. Isn't that, that's such a gift to be able to put a message like that, that powerful together in 30 seconds. What was the ad for? Anti-Semitism and and Kraft, the owner, what's his name, Robert? He he started an anti-Semitism organization some years ago. And I believe he bought two spots in the Super Bowl. But that one That's great. was so touching. I was disappointed by the Clydesdale spot. I know you were looking forward to those. I No, that still always gives me the chills. And then the dog that was in it, the Yellow Lab. Friend of yours? Well, kind of. I'm not okay. I'm not. You have that. labs, right? 
I do, but I saw a post that Kate Hudson put up on Instagram this morning, and they were apparently with that dog, unless it was a joke. But they said that the caption was, there are a lot of thespians in this family with Kurt Russell, Goldie Hawn, the brothers, all of that. Yeah. And this dog, Rick or whatever the dog's name was, <laughs> Dave, is like the most famous. So, so I'm going to look into that. So she was insinuating that that was her dog? I mean, that's what it sounds he like. He was at the party wherever they were. But I don't know if it was his, her dog. But Everyone it was, on the Michael's Bath text line seems to like the Dunkin' Donuts ad. Uh, I was kind of like, yeah, eh. I was kind of like, eh. Yeah, and I had only seen a part of it, so I can't really judge that. But I mean, I don't like Tom Brady, so. I constantly judge. I'm sure I can hear They're it. trying to get him to be more full of personality. And uh-huh, a, mm-hmm. not going to work. Full of personality. So I would imagine a lot of people watching the game yesterday were quite comfortable because they tore a page out of Julie Buck's playbook, went to the Abbey. And bought that furniture that's on sale and is so comfortable. I hope we get There's to There's two there next gray time. chairs that I love, and they're 20% off right now at the Abbey. And there's CR Lane furniture where you can go in and pick your fabrics, pick a leather if you want that, or pick the wood finishes. And there's over 800 to choose from as Do far as the fabrics go. Because I have teenagers. I only yeah, invest they in They have performance concrete. fabric, which is it really does work. We have gotten to a point in our lives where performance fabric is the thing to do because it washes off easily. So you can have a nice sofa that will last you forever and have it look fantastic. My mom and I did a little trip out to the Abbey on Saturday. Oh, and uh, we had Where's a that My mom's like, I just, I know. I just love being in here. And I said, I did too. And they, they, they have all these really cool vases that are out right now that are bright colors. I may or may not have, if my husband's listening, Bought a bright pink one. I love it. You could put a candle in it. You could put fresh flowers in it. There's just so much you can do, and it just makes me super happy. Then I found these glasses for the kitchen that are just everyday glasses. When's the last time you replaced those? Those were, And these were $10 a piece, but they're like an acrylic that's dishwasher safe and is the right kind of plastic that won't make you sick and all that but they're really good looking they look like glass yeah but they're not so if you go outside i mean it's just so nice to refresh sometimes refresh throw pillows they've got a pillow wall at the abbey yeah oh i do i love going there if you have not been do yourself a favor girls trip go to the abbey formerly known as the marketplace at the abbey and that's their website still the marketplace at the abbey.com but if you go, um, go in and tell them I sent you in and look around. They've got so many things. They've got great gifts. They've got things for your home. And that CR Lane furniture on sale for just a few more days. So if you're going to get it, now's the time to do it to save the money. They are just west of 141 on Manchester Road. The Abbey. Go see them. Nights in White Castle. I'm drunk once again. Sliders I'm with all of my drunken friends. It happens. Two thousand and one. The White Castle Company started the Hall of Fame and people like Stan Lee, the comic book genius, Alice Cooper. 
uh, other celebrities and people around the country that have professed their love for the belly bomber. And one of the new ones in the uh, class of 23 is Jay Stewart Cundiff from Columbus, Indiana. And he is, I think it's okay to say it because it was in the news story. He's uh, 85. Are you 85? 85 years old, Max. Okay, I'm John. Max is here as well, Dave. Um, So for 80 years, you've gone on your birthday? Yes. Every year. That's not not all. I eat White Castles often. The fact of the matter is I took a Crave case and 12 cheeseburgers to my Sunday school class yesterday. Nice. Did they appreciate the gesture? Of course. Now, let me tell you this. Beginning 60 years ago, I ate White Castles in St. Louis. Which one do you remember? Well, I think it's the one over there. There seems to me like there's a big DA hospital close. Sure. And a bridge. And yeah. A bridge. yeah. Okay. Sounds right. Is, is that where the White Castle is? Yes. And let me, let me tell you why. 61 to 63, I was stationed at Offutt Air Force Base in Omaha, Nebraska. Uh-huh. 63 to 68, I was stationed at McConnell Air Force Base in Wichita, Kansas, five years. So that's five, six, seven years. But starting in 61, when we came back to Louisville at Christmas time on furlough, we would go to Kansas City, St. Louis, Vincennes, Indiana, into Louisville. St. Louis was the first White Castle that we would come to going east and the last one we would hit going west. Seems like there's there's never one too far away. Thank you for the service to the country. Yes, we appreciate that. What does your doctor say about you eating all these White Castles? <laughs> Haven't told him. Well, smart man. I like it. So, did you get a phone call? Did you get a proclamation? Was a marching band on your front lawn? How do they? How do they let you know that you know you are going to be immortalized in our Hall well, of Fame? I got a call on a Sunday afternoon. We just come in from church, getting ready to eat lunch, and I got a call. In fact, I thought it was a scam because somebody you know called on Sunday afternoon. Congratulations. You've been inducted. You're going to be inducted into the Craigverse Hall of Fame. And I said, yeah, yeah, so they want money. Uh-huh. As they went on, they talked about the story that I had uh, submitted. And I realized, hey, this is for real. So they invited me to come to Columbus, Ohio for a three-day trip. And we had a big induction ceremony there. The inductees were on the stage. There were 400 general managers and other managers there in attendance and um, just a big deal. What did they serve? Ah. <laughs> White Castles. Oh, good. <laughs> they did serve White Castles. Yeah. <laughs> I'm funny. So they in f- addition to that, in addition to that, they took us behind the closed and locked doors of the test kitchen. Oh. Taught us how to cook White Castles. <gasps> And even let us do it. Did you have to sign an, an NDA, a non-disclosure agreement? Nope. But they said lock the door and no 
phones and no. Uh, so what do you got? Up. Let's hear it. How do we do it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll have to go to your local White Castle and watch. <laughs> Good man. Because every every time every White Castle should be cooked the same way on the grill. What's with the holes? The holes are for the steam. They are not. They are not flame broiled. They're not cooked over a fire. They are steamed. That's what gives them their distinctive flavor. Immensely, they, immensely proud of you for this. Did they give you a card where it's like you got free ca- castles for the rest of your life? Do you know that I've had about a dozen people ask me that, and a couple <laughs> just made the declaration: "Oh, you'd get free White Castles for life." Is not so. Wow. That's kind of a bummer. Yeah, not so. Did they at least twenty five? Huh? Did they at least once when you came in on your birthday, like say maybe for the seventeenth time, they'd say, "Hey, let us get it for you. Happy birthday." Did you ever nope. get comped? Nope. I did get a twenty five dollar gift card from White Castle at at the induction ceremony. Oh and that's my. what I bought. The, that's what I bought the hamburgers with yesterday. For my Sunday school class. Well, that's awfully nice. They didn't like say, "Here's a twenty-five thousand dollars check. Thanks for <laughs> yeah. promoting our company." Yeah, they did not. Oh, uh, but that's okay. You're not in it for the money. You're in it for the fun. You right? need an agent. Yeah, they they uh, they did pay all of our expenses for the trip over and put us up in a nice hotel, Hilton Hotel. In, in I a love nice a Hilton. Yeah. Oh yeah. So um, they took it. Very good care of us, Mr. Gundiff. This uh, is this is Max. Hello, Mr. Gundiff. I, I have a quick que- question for you. You've talked about the Crave cases, and of course, Carney's talked about the belly bombers. How do you feel about chicken rings and the chicken sandwiches at White Castle? It's kind of personal. Well, I told I told them over there. I told them at at headquarters. I go to White Castle to get a hamburger. I don't go to KFC to get fish. I don't go to Amen. Captain D's. I don't get to go to Captain D's to get a chicken. I Amen. go to White Castle, and all I want is a White Castle slider. I don't want a cheeseburger. Ooh. I don't want anything on it. Just give me the old, original White Castle slider. No doubles for you. Actually, that, <laughs> that's probably a, that's probably a misstatement because. When I do get White Castles on the way home from church, usually on Sunday afternoon, I get two doubles, one single. That's, oh, you're a wild name. man. Yeah. Are, my, are you a single man? Are you? Oh, no. Listen, last Saturday, February the 10th, we celebrated our 67th anniversary. Oh, yeah. that is beautiful. Oh. Did you go to White Castle? No. Uh, we spent <laughs> a lot of time. We spent a lot of time in the Middle East, and so my wife and I, kids, grandkids, and a great-grandson went to a Turkish restaurant over in Bloomington, Indiana, the home of Indiana University. Oh, IU, uh, baby. The Hoosiers. Yeah. Yeah, Hoosiers, yeah. So we went to Bloomington to a Turkish restaurant and had Turkish food for our anniversary. Well, happy anniversary. That's lovely. You don't hear that enough anymore that people have been married that long. Huh. Well, my story is uh, we had never dated when I proposed to her, and we've been married all the time. <laughs> I'm getting all stoved up. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you yeah. never dated. Uh, never dated. 
when I proposed to her. And about a year later, I guess, um, I went in my beloved Air Force, and she's been with me ever since, every step of the way. You are a lucky Aww. man on more fronts than I can count, sir. Ah. Well, we had six years in the Middle East and one year in uh, North Africa. Wow. Where yeah. they probably then, don't have white castles, sadly. No white castles west west of St. Louis, no white castles. Except I, recently they had, uh, they've had a couple in Phoenix and a couple in Las Vegas. But that's very, very recent. Well, congratulations on the induction into the Hall of Fame uh, and for White Castle recognizing what a grand ambassador you would be. And happy anniversary, sir. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. All, All right. right. Take care. Tony Show, welcome back. February 12th. It is a Monday. Max and Julie along with you as well. And those of you suffering from the Super Bowl blues or Super Bowl flu, I hope you feel better and can get back to work fairly soon. I think this is like one of those days in the year that's the most called in, you know, people call call in sick. Right in the hand I'm basket. proud of all three of us. We're all here. We're here and we are ready we to, are to always. keep doing our show. Hey, uh, as we go on and we'll get to guests and some more stuff and a schmooze on the way, I did want to remind people, and this is not an advertisement. In fact, I'm not even really a big fan of this place. But Buffalo Wild Wings had the promotion where they said if the Super Bowl went into overtime, free wings for everybody. So someone at Buffalo Wild Wings is getting fired. Uh, But today, no, not today, 26th, week from two weeks from today, uh, from 2 to 5 p.m. at participating locations, you can go in and either carry out or dine in. And get six free boneless or traditional wings because it went into overtime. No purchase necessary. Would you go to all that trouble if you weren't already going to Buffalo Wild Wings? No, I'm not a fan either. But and my my boys are. Yeah, and my my boys are too. But free? Can but you? That's imagine? just food. I mean, that's they just like gonna, food. That's going to cost them. It's going to cost them that a lot of money. Hopefully they had one of those insurance policies that covers you for those kind of like a promotions. Like a for a hole-in-one exactly. kind of deal? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Good question. Maybe we uh, dig deep and find out later on. Maybe we should. What's you know, going to cost them? February is American Heart Month. And mm-hmm. so our friend Jen Hinkle is on the phone. She is from the Olive and Oak Hospitality Group. And she also runs the Ollie Hinkle Heart Foundation. Hi, Jen. How are you? Hi, I'm good, Julie. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for joining us today. Uh, Let's talk about Heart Health Month and what we're all supposed to be kind of aware of. And and let's get into that. Yeah. um, Every February is Heart Month. And um, we all hear a lot of awareness around um, how to prevent acquired heart disease. Um, But there's another kind of heart disease that we tried to spread awareness for during February, and that is congenital heart disease and um, some of the challenges that this community faces, um, highlighting it all year long, but especially during heart month. Well, and you come by this in a way of something that nobody ever wants to go through, but you have a have a wonderful angel by the name of Ollie Hinkle 
who fought his hardest with his heart and sadly is, is no longer with us, but you're doing this all in his honor. Yes. Um, my husband, Mark, and I um, created the Ollie Hinkle Heart Foundation um, almost 11 years ago. And we really, like you said, um, put this foundation together to take our love for Ollie and spread it around. And all of the families who are battling pediatric heart disease, we were in this unique position of knowing their struggles firsthand. And we set out to um, to create programs for these families and to wrap them in love and try to eliminate some of the traumas that this community endures um, around financial burdens and mental health support and improving outcomes for children who are battling um, congenital heart disease. Hey, Jen. Hi, and welcome back to the program. Um, yes. I, I can only imagine what your family has gone through, and the journey in particular, going from the morning of the loss of a child to running a foundation that has so much support uh, and has made a difference in so many lives, and that has to be such an emotional roller coaster. Yes. It really was. And um, I mean, truly, the the day that we had to go home with the hos- from the hospital without Ollie um, was the hardest. And it was tough to think about having to go to bed that night and wake up the next day and deal with everything. But our daughter, Maddie, at the time was three, and she was the reason that we kept going. And um, when we had Ollie's funeral services, we had asked attendees to bring um, a donation for pediatric heart research in lieu of flowers, and we collected over $13,000 in those two days. And we were just floored by that generosity. And when we handed that check over to um, that research, it really made us feel good, and it really planted the seeds for um, what we do today at the Ollie Hinkle Heart Foundation for Heart Families here in St. Louis and um, across the country. Can you share with people the story of your very well-known restaurant in St. Louis, uh, Olive and Oak, and and the name of the restaurant and where that comes from? Yes. um, Mark and I, um, Olive and Oak opened just over eight years ago. We just had our eight-year anniversary. And it all started when we met another family who had lost a child from heart disease. And um, Mark and his business partner became fast friends and Um, started looking at spaces to open a restaurant. And when it came down to naming it, um, it felt like a natural um, to take our boys and honor them through the restaurant. And that's where um, our Ollie is, his name was Oliver, and his business partner's son was named Oaks. So that's where the name Olive and Oak comes from. And that's why you see all the hearts in the restaurant and the neon hearts and um, the little pins, uh, the red felt hearts. Um, so really celebrating their their legacy and um, trying to bring awareness to this disease that our two families face and so many others face too. Absolutely. And this little guy did not have a lot of time on this earth, but I will tell you, he left a lasting impression for sure. Yes. So you come out of the world of a food service uh, in Chicago and then here, and Mark the same, of course, with Andy Guns and lots of other places and now your own places, um, compare the work 
I mean, obviously, the foundation, your heart, no pun intended, your heart is in it a little more. But as far as the day-to-day, is it harder to run a foundation or is it harder to run restaurants? (laughs) Um, I think it depends on the day. And if you ask Mark, (laughs) you ask me. But um, it really, um, they both challenge us, but we really just have such a deep passion for the hospitality industry, as well as this heart community who we serve through the Ali Hinkle Heart Foundation. Um, so it truly is a labor of love. And there are blurred lines between work and personal life in both businesses, but it just doesn't really feel like work. It, it feels like a just part of our lives and and um, all we know and all we really want to know. So one more quick addendum to that. Um, when you lost Ollie, obviously devastated. And when you started the foundation, I mean, it was everything. It was so powerful. It was the distraction of the sorrow and making a difference. And now we're, we're well past uh, the passing what keeps you going with the foundation with all those other things on your plate? Um, gosh, I I think that when I'm able to work with the foundation, it's a way for me, me to still feel close to Ollie. Um, oh. It feels like he's still part of our lives in this very big way. And at some point along the way, um, several years ago, the foundation just reached a point where it wasn't just about our loss in Ollie anymore. These programs that families have become dependent upon um, with financial support and mental health support. And it, it became just bigger than us um, and got to the point where if we went away, there would be a very big gap in our absence. Um, so that really just keeps us going. Um, it's, we've served over 8,000 families since our inception in 2013 and um, it just continues to fill us up and keep going and I guess make some sort of, you know, building this legacy for him that he didn't have the chance to build for himself. So true. I mean, let's talk about some of the things that the Ali Hinkle Heart Foundation does for heart families while they're walking through this journey. Yes, um, I would love to. We have, um, as you can imagine, um, when families are in this situation, sometimes they, um, well, you can't plan for it, so you may not have prepared financially. And sometimes one of the parents is forced to take some time off of work so they can be at their child's bedside. And the bills can really pile up. And um, a family who goes into it with, you know, no debt, may find themselves with a lot of it once they've gone, um, once they come out of the hospital. So trying to create uh, ways to meet their needs um, financially. Um, We also send care packages to these families just to let them know they're not alone um, and to wrap them in love. And we have events for them throughout the year so that they can get together with other families and kiddos who really get it. Um, and then our flagship program is called Ollie Branch. So through that, we're um, an access point to mental health support for families, because also, as you can imagine, this takes a toll on the mental health of these children and their, their parents and their siblings. So through Ollie's Branch, the families can access mental health support and um, 
try to find ways to provide them tools to cope with this diagnosis because it, it's a lifelong illness. Um, many of these children are seen by a cardiologist for the rest of their lives. And so we're trying to find ways to help them cope and um, give them strength through um, times when sometimes it feels like they're drowning. Right. And, and you, you know, because you walked this walk and here you are giving back during uh, February American Heart Month. We all want to give back. And if people want to make a donation or be a part of it in some way, where can they go to find out more about the Ollie Hinkle Heart Foundation? Yes, we would love for others to get involved in this community that we've created. Um, and they can go to our website, www.theof.org. That's T-H-E-O-H-H-F.org. Um, we have information on our website about all of our programs, about upcoming events, um, ways to get involved. We have a lot of opportunity for volunteers. Um, so I encourage people to, to check us out. Well, Jen and Mark Hinkle, we love you guys. We think you're fantastic and your whole community that you've built over there in Webster Groves with Olive and Oak and now the Ali Hinkle Heart Foundation is remarkable. Keep doing the great work and thanks for coming on the show today. Thank you so much. That's so sweet. Thank you guys. Bye. Yeah, they've actually uh, expanded. They got a breakfast place yeah. uh, in Webster. Over in the B. Right. I couldn't think of any of it. And they just opened a pizza place yeah. like a month ago. Well, so, it's been open for a little while. It's good. O and O Pizza. When we did the broadcast from Schnars, uh, I thought, you know what? He's going to bring pizza. I want some pizza. I knew you were going to say that. And I went over there to have some pizza, and they they weren't open yet. It's like oh. it's really good pizza. If you've not been, and if you live in Webster Groves, obviously, you probably know the Hinkles or know of the Hinkles because they really are doing great things and they give back to the community, and it's so important. Yeah, proof right there. And they also give back to other organizations like us. He's given us uh, uh, an extravagant wine dinner for the Carney's Kids auction. So nice. Which I failed to mention over the weekend since we talked on Friday. All of our tickets went away. We sold out. Congratulations. On on Friday. So that'll be fun. And even if you're not going, the auction will be available to you uh, Friday of the event. So 23rd, it'll drop. And there's a lot of things to bid on. You may want to have a look, see, I'll remind you, you know, that, uh, let me write, remind you of this too. We are two days, two days from Valentine's day. And if that comes as a newsflash to you and you have someone in your life who thinks you're kind of cool, yeah, might want to put those things together and get on the horn. Or get online, WKF.com, and get some flowers. Or get a plant. Get a plant that will last even longer uh, because you can transplant it in the spring and enjoy it all through all the seasons. Uh, They've got that. They've got things that don't necessarily even relate to flowers at all. And I've mentioned this one a couple of times. When you click on the other things that are available, I found myself staring down a delivery of lobster tails and drawn butter. (laughs) Of course you did. Not something you think of from a florist, but they got it. Or they could put some specialty gifts together or baskets with the St. Louis theme. Whatever it is, uh, they can do it. And as far as the flowers go, there are no better. Walter Knoll Florist Online, WKF.com. 
All right. Remember last week we no. had Alyssa Milano from Who's the Boss In the and studio? Charmed and other stuff. And she's, yeah. you know, out there kind of politically outspoken. But she wanted people to go fund for her son's trip oh, yeah. to um, Cooperstown, New York, the baseball team's Cooperstown, New York trip. And she actually put a GoFundMe up. And, and they called her out, and rightly so. And they did. Well, I mean, I know you might think, well, maybe she is down on her luck. She she's a childhood star. No, she's now been seen and photographed at the Super Bowl where the seat started at $2,000 a seat with her son. So if she can do that, Yeah. then she can probably afford the trip to well, pay her own way to that, Cooperstown, New York. That might have been a completely different GoFundMe campaign. Well, you you know what? <laughs> You're right. I don't say uh. it often, but I just said it. Beyonce is officially going country after her Super Bowl ad for Verizon. She announced a country album is coming. Ladies and gentlemen, mark your calendars March 29th and released the first two songs, one called Texas Hold'em, and the other one's called 16 Carriages. Have we heard these songs? Are I they have. country songs? I, yes. That's what they really? say. Because there's a banjo. Oh, uh, well, that counts. I think she's got FOMO because Darius Rucker has crossed over. Uh, Post Malone most recently has crossed Jelly over. Jelly Roll? Jelly Roll. She's, you know, I want in on that. Well, and Miranda Lambert, speaking of country music, took part of the Puppy Bowl uh, on the Animal Planet yesterday. It's the 20th year they've done it. Team Rough beat Team Fluff this yes. time, 72 to 69. The whole thing is a big adoption drive, and I think it's great. Miranda has a charity called Mutt Nation, so she was on about that. The nominees are out for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame class of 2024. Ozzy Osbourne has a chance to be a double honoree. He's nominated as a solo artist this year, but he's already in there as a member of Black Sabbath. And I think my husband's trying to buy his pants if he can find them somewhere. Imagine somebody that didn't hear the earlier reference. I know. That would be weird. Uh, Hell recently froze over when Charlie Sheen made his peace with the Two and a Half Men creator Chuck Lorre. Remember he said he wouldn't ever do that? Yeah. Um, But that doesn't mean that John Cryer, on the other hand, wants to do something fun with Charlie Sheen to kind of revamp Two and a Half Men or anything like that. He was on The View, John Cryer was, and said, no, it's not going to happen. I think he had his fill of Charlie Sheen. Today is National Clean Out Your Computer Day and two days until Valentine's Day, WKF.com. It is Michael McDonald's 72nd birthday, and I personally love him. And he's ours. We claim him. Whether he wants to be or not, right? (laughs) We claim him here in St. Louis, Missouri. Judy Bloom is 86. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Such a part of my childhood. And if you're my age, probably. Have you watched that movie? Part of I haven't yet. Have see it. Uh, Josh Brolin is 56. Uh, China Phillips, also 56 today. Arsenio Hall is 68. Joanna Kearns, the mom on Growing Pains. Always liked her and Alan Thicke together. I thought they were adorable. adorable. Tonight on TV, you get The Bachelor on ABC. And then the seventh season finale of a great show on HGTV called Celebrity IOU. It's quick, it's fun, it's happy, makes you cry. And a St. Louis connection tonight for the season finale with Sterling K. Brown, who 
is from St. Louis and Did is a see? graduate of Mary Institute and Country Day School. They have confirmed the Golden Bachelorette. It's going to happen, Julie Buck. When? Is it going to be the lady that looks like Kris Jenner? I'll have to find the story. I almost sent it to you over the weekend, but I thought you probably have alerts on, so you probably already saw it. No, because I have a friend of a friend that keeps saying that they know the guy that's going to be the next Bachelor, and I keep saying, no, I think this guy's lying, and my friend is like, no, I don't think he is. I need to go check my voice, man. I just, it's, yeah, it's funny. All right, well, that's what I have from Hollywood. And uh, one more thing to add to the schmooze. People Magazine just now confirming that Usher got married to his longtime girlfriend in Vegas. That's the way to do it. A little white chapel. There you go. And now it's time for the funny stuff. Homemade jokes fresh out the oven. News and uh, a little sports. Kansas City Chiefs had a rough beginning, of course, to the Super Bowl. Uh, Cameras found tight end Travis Kelsey uh, wide open during the play with his hands up, turned into uh, some kind of melee-ish situation, if I could. Uh, furious on the sidelines. Furious. And Coach Andy Reid, in part because Andy pulled him from the game at that point for one reason or another. But, and it's pretty hard to impress your girlfriend from the bench. Think about it. I you know. know. It seemed... Like he was distracted and focusing on the wrong thing. You said she could call a play. Yeah. Eight servers at a Michigan restaurant getting a once in a lifetime tip from a customer who wanted to honor his late friend. Server Lindsay Boyd found herself serving a table Monday at the Mason Jar Cafe that would ultimately change her day. A man left a tip of ten thousand dollars on a bill of 32 bucks or he really sucked at math which yeah. might have been the other scenario president joe biden maybe you heard him joe biden uh joe biden hosting jordan's king abdullah the second in washington today today and the two leaders expected to discuss the ongoing effort to free hostages in gaza and growing concerns over a possible israeli military operation in their border city. It appeared a deal for another pause in the fighting was getting close. Senior conversations framework essentially in place for a deal that could see the release of the remaining hostages held by Hamas in Gaza in exchange to a halt for the fighting. In a tense moment, though, Joe Biden asked the King of Jordan if he and Michael were related. Okay. One more. It could happen. That's the thing that makes it just not funny. And now they're coming left and right for both those guys. U.S. Customs and Border Protection Dog has caused quite a stir at Boston's airport after sniffing out something unusual in luggage from a traveler returning from Africa. Mummified monkeys. Nope. Come on. Come on. Oh, I, the only reason I told that story. <laughs> okay, fine. Was I thought, oh, it's got to be a band. Fine, I'll put Ugh. it on. He uh, said he brought the monkeys into the U.S. for his own consumption. Uh, and, well, it, it was worth it because I got uh, I got a band name on the board. But if I guess if you want one joke, here we go. Maybe he just wanted a snack on the plane and wanted to have a bag of chimps on him. I thought you were going to say... Your dad had My monkey. dad had monkey. A bag of bag of chimps. 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 Yeah.
right. Probably ought to play commercials here. Um, Sugar Fire Smokehouse, resting for a moment, but... Going right back at it, I cannot imagine oh, the amount of food that the went out of there. The number yesterday. of ribs and briskets they had to crank out of there, I'm sure it was insane. But right back at it today, pits are going, meat to smoking, the sides are fantastic. And if you didn't get, get great barbecue for the Super Bowl and your friend just called it in with like frozen pizzas. Well, go treat yourself. Have it now. Get some Sugar Fire today. Locations all around town. Bring it home. Eat it there. You'll love it. The best barbecue you'll ever, 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 ever spill on your shirt. Sugar Fire Smokehouse. Online, sugarfiresmokehouse.com. A little Super Bowl halftime action, Usher and friends. And I guess they all get 13 minutes. And that's it. You got to do it. 13 minutes. In a, and I think everybody knows by now, it's pretty common knowledge that they don't get paid. But the equipment and stuff is provided and all that. But the exposure. I thought they had to pay something. Yeah. Usually the artist has to pay the NFL, but their sales go way up afterwards because everybody goes, oh, I like that song. And then they, you know. They buy that didn't stream. happen to me. No. <laughs> it didn't happen to me, me yesterday. Either. And as far as big surprises in the halftime show, like, oh, there's Mick Jagger, or whatever. I didn't see any of those, but there might have been plenty because there's a whole flock of young musical artists that I wouldn't recognize or never heard of. So, did you spot anybody? You're like, hey, that's, uh, yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, pretty much. I'm but, like, oh, I know yeah. that guy. That's the guy. And how many people are going, you know, Taylor's in the building. She could have at least come down and done a chorus. Probably so, tired from those four shows in Tokyo. Yeah. she. I read she flew across nine time zones. And everybody's like, she looks so good. Okay, she did not go from Tokyo to L.A. to Vegas on Southwest Airlines. This woman probably (laughs) had an IV waiting for her with some fluids on the plane, a massage therapist, a nice big comfy bed, a perfect meal of kale and grilled organic chicken. Mm. And, you know, I I don't think that, Mm. you know, then she had someone do her hair and do her makeup and... You know, I think if you roll the way Taylor rolls, and she's earned every bit of it, then I think it's it's a different outcome than if one of us regulars were about to go from Tokyo to L.A. to I'm hoping, Las Vegas. I'm hoping that this is the end of the excessive Tay-Tay talk. I think after today, it should maybe be it for a while. Can we go a week? Could she just be a musical artist? Like where she was a couple Max, months ago. You're the producer. Hi, I'm the producer of this broadcast. Yeah. Yes. What is your the, question? My question is <laughs> should we take at least a week off from Taylor Talk after today? I mean, according to our boss, we shouldn't have been talking to her In at all for the past place. year. Yeah. Well, that and that's that unavoidable. Means? So everyone jumping on the Tay Tay. <laughs> is that wagon. who that guy is? Is that what you said? Yeah. Including Donald Trump. Uh, taking an opportunity to insert himself 
what? than to Taylor Swift. I, I, I just, I mean, I'm glad that he says some of the things he says because it gives me uh, airtime. Here's a quote. I signed and was responsible for the Music Modernization Act, at least uh, the, 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 for Taylor Swift and all other musical artists. How could she be, be disloyal to the man who made her so much money? Money. As a response to, is she going to endorse Joe Biden? You mean with the downloaded music and the royalties and that kind of thing? Is that what, what did he pass? What is he talking about? Do we know? Something way, the Music Modernization Act, which. Okay. Yeah, so that's I, where artists get paid for. Yeah. but yeah, I know yeah. what it is, but why did he insert himself into Super Bowl talk? Um, I mean, have you heard? I mean. Unbelievable. I just, I'm just stunned. I, I'm, no, I guess I'm not No, you're stunned. not. I'm not stunned at all. And I used to wonder what happened to the congratulations Super Bowl winning champions, San Francisco 49ers. All the merch that they made and had ready. Oh, yeah. They burn it, don't they? That's what I thought. And I believe they did at one time. I they, believe later on today, John Carney, Andy from our pals over there at Hats and Stuff. Yeah. Might be going down this road with Josh and Heidi. Oh. Yeah, it's really interesting. I, he was here today and I overheard him talking about it. And they, they send them to other countries, you know, like Latvia. Well, I like that rather than just I do too. burning the clothes. There are people in yeah. need that appreciate it more than we can possibly even imagine. But they went on to say, you will not see any of that you in the United never. States. I don't know how they're going to be able to protect that. Uh, based on my eavesdropping earlier, Andy was saying that they actually used to send them closer to home, like Mexico, and then they would find, like, the St. Louis Purple Stallions shirts, like, here. In, yeah, I remember in, that. Yeah, so now they do send them very far away. And, uh, and yeah, it's really interesting uh, how there are Super Bowl champion 49ers shirts and hats out there. They got to be ready. Yeah. And the money spent on the promotional commercials and stuff, congratulations to the 49ers that they didn't air, you know? Yeah. And uh, it looks like Mr. Purdy's not going to Disney World, sadly. Well, the Mahomes family is. Did you see that? But they're going to Disneyland. No, did they do a Disney The whole spot? family, him, oh. uh, Patrick, and Brittany, you, and the two little about, kids. What do you think about Brittany doing the swimsuit model thing. I don't know. I just, as a, I mean, she looks great. She's got a great bod. Oh, Max is saying not so great. Wow, you are a picky little person over there. I'm staying out of this one. Yeah, you, probably you, smart. You guys, go ahead. I don't know. I mean, she's got kids. I mean, is that... Now oh, people, she can't wear a swimsuit. She has children. Well, that well, see, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> you can't say anything right in this conversation. No, it's I, I'm I think not that's in it. a personal decision for her, and I think that's something that she and her husband should discuss. And clearly, they're okay with it. He's okay with it because he showed up to support her during Super Bowl week for the big unveiling at a wow. party in Vegas. And I wow. thought that's kind of weird to me that this would be the week of his big Super uh -huh. Bowl, and you're going to distract him with your, your dinner. Glad he won. Because <laughs> otherwise, she would become the Yoko Ono. I thought the same thing. Like, wow, they're doing this that week? It's like, yeah, there's other weeks. There's 51 more weeks in the year that you could be doing this. Uh, I, don't, I don't think he would be bothered because he's also just bragging 
Look at my beautiful wife. Well, not I, according to Max. I get to come. Max with. was like, give it her the so-so symbol. Well, Max has a different view on life. Okay. <laughs> I thought she looked beautiful. It isn't that. I just, I don't know. Just red's not her color. No, it definitely is her color. One thing that deserves a mention that there there hasn't been on this show, or really I haven't heard anyone talk about, the Hawaiian high school football team at the very beginning. Yeah. Did you see that? I did. They uh, took part in the coin toss um, before the game, and it was another really emotional moment that reminded the world this is just a game, but there's some real events and Tragic re- real things that affect, you know, everyday people. I thought that was a nice touch. Yeah. And how fun for the kids. I mean, who obviously have gone through uh, incredibly rough times to actually be at the Super Bowl. I hope somebody picked up the tab for that. I mean... Obviously, they did. Uh, Alyssa Milano. Oh. <laughs> she, See, that's just a that's just a comedy callback, yeah, people. That's just good. That's what that comedy is. Comedy, right there. He's the a pyramid of comedy. comedy. I, I was sitting on that joke for hours. I was just waiting. Um, I cannot believe the outrage over the Robert Kennedy Jr. spots. I mean, I thought that's kind of unique to like pull old Kennedy campaign type things and uh and do a spot for him in that genre but for seven million dollars people are oh. furious he's had to ap- well, he I don't he, apologize he apologized to his family he said I had nothing to do with that it was a super PAC they can't legally consult me it was a surprise to me yeah that's ridiculous and totally untrue I would believe um, well, legally they can't I get. I believe you're right on yeah. that. I thought it, at first I was like, it's a little cringy because it's just like, look at me, and then. But well, then you're running for like, president. Oh. That's what you want. Well, then exactly. That's what my husband said. He's like, yeah. He goes, but we uh, it got us all talking in the room, and it got everybody's attention, and that's the point of a seven million dollar commercial. Yeah, and I I was amused by it. I thought it was interesting and creative, but if you do a dive online. People are furious about it. Huh. You never know. I'm surprised that you know who. Would he have been allowed to put a an ad on? Who, Donnie? Yeah. Why not? Uh, I I'm sure he's got $7 million for that right now. To. He's winning everything. He's I leading. guess. He's got lawyers to pay, too. And he's probably going to be the halftime entertainment next year. He'll break dance across the stage. Could happen. I could... Totally or see do the it. YMCA on roller skates. Um, this was not covered much on television, and I'm glad. And sports media has been really good about avoiding it when someone formerly in the stands becomes a person on the field. Yeah, there was a streaker. There were three people. <gasps> oh, I didn't know that, that. ran onto the field. And if you're watching the broadcast... <laughs> The, Tony Romo mentioned yeah. it. He didn't know he wasn't supposed to. Yeah, oh, Romo. He mentioned it? Yeah, he goes, oh, on the other side of the field, there's a streaker. That's right. Because Showing the at, top pass. Sounds just like him. Somebody at the party that I was at said, is it Taylor? <laughs> he were at a party. So. He went to a party, Carney. Did you see Paul there? Nope. Huh. Might have been a different party. 
Saw Julie there. It was fun. It was a blast. But yeah, uh, three people reportedly running onto the field. Two of the people have been arrested. I'm not sure why one got a pass, had a better lawyer or yeah, something. But they looked fantastic. <laughs> we said, yeah, and they're going to be in the uh, swimsuit edition too. By the way, <laughs> I. But did you? He did say that. Did he? Not, am I dreaming that, or he did say I it? Did he make some? Re- yeah, he did. I didn't see it. I just read about and that's it today. A huge. No, no, I believe. Yeah, he said, oh, my, uh, no, uh, oh, we've got people on the field, to which Jim Nance replied, oh, my goodness, we do. We've got a streaker on the other, and then Romo says, uh, partial streaker. So, <laughs> the, Wow. It was referenced. Which part? I Top half, probably. Okay. You didn't have shoes on? I don't know. Okay. Um, Wednesday? Road tripping, for those of you that are really Chiefs fans, not fly-by-nighters, drive to Kansas City, but be there by 11 o'clock. The parade... And good luck. The parade is 11 o'clock a Wednesday morning in Kansas City. All right? Uh, 1.53, uh, let's break. And coming up, we still uh, haven't gotten to our conversation with the Humane Society folks about what they're doing today. Andy Field's going to pop in, and Martin Kilcoin's got more sports. And you're too late, darling. You give love a bad name. Thank you. 155, welcome back to the program and the start of what will be another astounding week of radio. Hopefully it's this show, but uh, no promises. Tomorrow, though, uh, worth your time, absolutely. Comedian Lewis Black, who returns to St. Louis, will be joining us on the show. I'm a fan, and I don't know how he does what he does. Because his delivery style, I would think, jacks with his blood pressure. Yeah. Because he always looks like he's about to have an aneurysm. And that's just how he does it every single time. But he's really funny. Really like him and he's really coming. So that Is he gonna be, be here or on the phone or do phone we know? Or, he's not phone he's not in town yet, so yeah, I was figured it'd probably be on the phone. Uh Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, who mentioned that? I did. Julie. Are you excited about anybody on the list? Mm, I mean, I'm not dying over it. Anybody, I don't really live ah, and die over that, though. Anybody you're scratching your head over? Because I get more of those every year than anything else. Um, No. I'm happy to see. And when you see some of the nominees, you're like, they're not in already? Foreigner. Wouldn't you think Foreigner would be in already? Foreigner, if Far- you're from St. Louis. Foreigner, Peter Frampton, uh, Cool and the Gang. Share. It's rock and roll. Come on. Lenny Kravitz, also surprised he wasn't already in there. Yeah. Uh, Oasis and Sade, although there's the no age. The sweetest taboo. It's Sadie. Come on. So uh, we'll see. That's the, the list. Uh, a lot of people still being overlooked. I believe the uh. Mo- Moody Blues still not in the Hall of Fame. What about your friend Todd? 
Todd finally got in two years, years ago, ago, and he didn't go because he doesn't believe in that ridiculousness. And it's very political, very political. So I don't blame him. I still love the guy. Uh, let's see. We'll get sports later. Uh, one of the things I want to talk to Morty, uh, uh, Marty, Morty. About besides <laughs> Morty bes- <or> Mouse, <laughs> besides football, is golf. Because I don't know if you have ever gone to or seen the Phoenix Open, but it certainly doesn't look like a golf match. It looks like a soccer game in Europe. People are screaming and running and throwing stuff and taking their shirts off, and it's insane. It is not the proper decorum for a golf tournament. It's not a gentleman's game. Which is why I really want to go sometime. (laughs) I want to see that. I know uh, uh, McGraw has gone several times, unlike uh, my house yesterday. But they they have now set a time where they suspend alcohol sales there because they're like, that's that's part of the You wouldn't see that kind of behavior at the Masters. Yeah, but I mean, it looks like... I think he's out at the Masters. The green at 18 looks like the Mardi Gras. At the Phoenix Open. Wow. It's pretty amusing to some. Was this a live event? Oh, no. This, this is, is the real, this, this is, is PGA? Pre, yeah, and it's pre-live. But, yeah, it's kind of the uh, embarrassing uncle that you sit in the corner on Thanksgiving. You know, but, it, I mean, it's a good tournament. There's a big purse, brings the big players. But people act like they're at a frat party. And I love I think if more golf tournaments were like that, yeah. you'd have more people following you the You might. Game. I think so. Look what tailgates did for football. I rest my case. Um, all right. There is money being raised, and you can right. help the Humane Society of Missouri because there is an event called Day of Giving. And, yes, it's tomorrow. I misspoke. But we'll get a jump on it so you can still help. We got Marty on the show and Andy Field too, with an unsurprising poll that says maybe the two main front runners for the big office are a little long in the tooth. Hmm. And that might be one for Marshall. Long in the tooth? You know, you'd think when you get a certain age, a lot of them are false teeth anyway. So that doesn't make any sense at all. Ponder that while we listen to the news. Two o'clock. KTRS St. Louis. Monday, a work day for some of us, some of you. Calling the boss, getting your getting your sick voice on. <laughs> I don't know, there's something going around. Too much nachos. I have too much chili. Have you heard of that? Last night. Oh, yeah. And like the, the intentional flu. That's what my dad used to call it. Right, the Super Bowl flu. Huh? Yeah, oh, there you go. That's what it was. Um... You know, it's funny you don't have that after a World Series, although it doesn't always end on a Sunday. But Super Bowl Sunday, why don't they play it Saturday? Just throwing it out there. But so, now it's the tradition, and it just feels right. And I don't know. I had such a great time yesterday. Sure, but could you not have had a great time Saturday? And then employers... No, I needed a rest. I needed work Friday, get stuff done, have a day of downtime and getting things done around the house. And then Sunday was the big... I, I enjoyed it. I'm not saying it's bad. I just think employers would love to probably see it on a Saturday. <laughs> uh, tomorrow, 
There is a day of giving that the Humane Society is uh, putting on, Humane Society Missouri, uh, specifically for their Animal Cruelty Task Force. And it's certainly worthy of your attention, and I would imagine you'd like some details. What do they do? How do we help? I don't have the answers, but Ella Frank does, and she joins us on the program. Hi. Hello. How are you? Good. We can hear those dogs barking in the background. (laughs) Yes, my office is across from uh, one of the rooms, and it gets kind of loud. Yeah, I would imagine, but... if you're at home and the neighbor's got a dog that's barking in the middle of the night, I bet you still sleep like a baby because you're used to it. I do. Yes, I do. So there you go. So I'm not familiar with the task force, the Animal Cruelty Task Force. We all know that Humane Society. Is this a new project or am I just unknowing? No, we've actually, the ACT, the Animal Cruelty Task Force, has been um, around since, I believe, 1960s. <laughs> So, yes, he just doesn't know. Um, so much I don't Tomorrow is the 24-hour day of giving to benefit the Humane Society. And people can go to hsmo.org slash dog. That's correct. Yes, it's actually our third annual day of giving. Um, and it's just extremely important that people are aware of this and they know and then they can donate um, and they can donate a one-time, or they can become a Humane Hero, which is our monthly donation, um, and that helps all support all the rescues that we do. Um, it's just you know very critical. So even if you can't adopt, you can at least support the Humane Society in that way. Correct. Yes. So explain what the tra- task force does specifically. I mean, will you rescue? dogs from like flooding situations or where they're being abused puppy mills yeah like that um all the above um so the task force is dedicated to helping animals at risk for abuse and neglect and natural disasters we cover the whole state of missouri all 114 counties um our st louis city investigators we're the only animal welfare organization on call 24 hours, seven days a week to respond to animals in distress, to transport sick or injured strays. And then our statewide division is really a safety net for animals in areas where there's little or no animal control. Um, and they will typically handle those large-scale abuse cases involving puppy mills, hoarders, and then farm animals as well, so horses, um, pigs, llamas, um, any type of typical farm animal. I would think that you probably either contracted or on staff have to have, have a lot of veterinarians. Um, so the Humane Society does have two shelter vets, and then we're also in the building as a, a, a AMCMA um, as well, which is the Animal, Center, Animal Medical Center of Mid-America. Is that a basset hound? Just guess. Yeah, tell us about some <laughs> of the um, adoptees you have available. Oh, goodness. Um, it's always changing. So once they come here from a rescue, they'll get seen by one of our vets. They'll get a treatment plan. Um, 
you know, tailored to each of their specific needs. It might include some behavioral aspects as well. Maybe they're really shy or fearful. Um, and then when they're ready and available for adoption, uh, they'll go up on our website. And our website updates almost hourly at the top of every hour. So we're constantly having, you know, new, you know, puppies and kittens and critters um, available for adoption. Not to go too far into the weeds on the day giving campaign, but when you go to adopt a dog in particular, and they will tell you it's a pit bull mastiff chihuahua mix, how how do they know? How can they tell what the origins are the pets of the pets are? You know, aside from some obvious characteristics, it'll be those obvious traits. Um, certain breeds are going to be easier to tell than others. And then sometimes um, you have to, you know, they have to make an educated guess on which breed it is. Um, There have been a few people um, that have adopted and then let me know their um, DNA results. So I always think that's fun to be able to do that after you adopt and see how accurate or inaccurate they are. Or you can do a 23andMe with your pet if you wanted to, I guess. Oh, I didn't know that. I made it up. I have no idea. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I know there's a a few companies out there that will do DNA testing. Wow. Unaware. They did that at the Puppy Bowl, and it was like um, the end of the Maury Povich show where they – Revealed like who's the father of these really? of these dogs? Yeah, like they 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 revealed their DNA at the <laughs> at the end of the puppy bowl. Yes, and they didn't use Maury. I think that was a misstep on their part. Is there an? I know you said you cover the entire state. Is there a part of Missouri that seems to be have more distressed animals than other areas? No. Um... I don't think there's a particular area that has more. Um, what we would really love is there would be that our services weren't needed for the state of Missouri, um, that we could, you know, really just educate pet owners on proper care of their animals and we wouldn't be needed. But unfortunately, um, that's not always the case. And we, you know, we do um, have to go out and make you know, rescues. You alluded to monthly giving as well as, you know, going online, making a donation towards the Animal Cruelty Task Force. But the monthly giving, how would that work? And do people sometimes put the Humane Society in their will and make the donation at that point? Um, Yes, Um, we are left in the Humane Society is left in people's wills, and we do have a whole department that if anybody is interested in doing something like that, they can walk you through the steps. Um, and then the monthly is, um, you know, the Humane Heroes, which is going to be a monthly donation, which helps, in, you know, they'll provide enrichment, enrichment toys for the animals here um, and in so many various ways. Or you can just do a one-time donation. Um, and I believe if you um, donate a gift of $100 or more, you receive all the highlighted um, animal stickers from this past year. And I think if you do uh, the monthly donor, you receive a tote bag with the stickers as well. A tote bag. I love a good tote yeah, bag. Of course. <laughs> now, money, I, I imagine. I use that all the time. Money, I imagine, not the only way to help. Uh, 
do you need volunteers and what would they expect to be doing? Yes, volunteers are very important. Um, We have volunteer dog walkers. We have volunteer laundry workers because having providing the bedding, you know, fresh, fluffy beds to all the dogs is very important. Um, Or if you just have extra newspapers laying around, you can bring them up here and in our donation bin at each location. But we are always in need of toys. We have an Amazon wish list, wish list. So you can check, take a look at that to see which items are are available for that and even um, occasional opportunities to do fostering. It's really important that, mm. you know, some of these dogs that have, have been here a little while actually get out of the shelter and get in a home, you know, setting. Um, so there's lots of ways to volunteer. What about the Pets for Patriots? Do, can you talk to, about that at all? Um Actually, no, I can't. You can't. Okay, well, we'll get to that yeah. another time. That's all right. Yeah. No, I appreciate the honesty. And as far as fostering, Max uh, championing that for for felines. So tomorrow's the day of giving. Uh, and again, hsmo.org forward slash dog to help out. What's your goal? What are you hoping to garner financially? Oh, I, that I don't know either. I just, you know, just... Spreading awareness and getting as many people to become that monthly donor. Um, as far as a, a grand total, I'm not sure. Twenty-five million is pretty good number. Thank you for twenty-five <laughs> million. Why not? Uh, Ella Frank, now the dogs stop barking. Enjoy the peace and quiet when you got a chance. And good luck okay. tomorrow with the day of giving. Yes, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for taking care of the pets. Two seventeen. Carney show continuing. But, yeah, I always wondered about that, about how do you determine? They say, well, it's a pit bull chihuahua. I think it's a guess by what they look like. I was just looking at their website, and there are so many dogs with pit bull in them. Most, the majority of the dogs have pit bull. I think think Juno's part pit bull. You do? Just that or boxer because of the stance. Ah. You know, that bow-legged back leg thing, possibly. Yeah. But I, I can't tell. I can't Are do you going to do a 23andMe for Juno? <laughs> Alyssa Milano will pay for it. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Triple callback with a half gainer. Kabooted. Degree of difficulty, 7.5. It is uh, 218, a break, and, and we, trust me, we got more things to throw at you to make you think or laugh or both or none. just fell into what can only be called the Larry Zonka rabbit hole. Uh, and it said something about him at the Super Bowl, and I'm like, is he alive? This guy played like in the early 60s, so I'm reading up on him. Wikipedia, he was like even on the Ed Sullivan show really? as a guest at one point. And longtime Miami Dolphin, part of that 17-0 and team, uh, and uh, then he moved to Alaska and did uh, competed in the Iditarod. <laughs> really? Yeah. Are you kidding? No. And he's a motivational speaker, and well, he's done everything but uh, been a reporter for ABC. So, do we tell him, Andy, if that's a good idea or not? Andy's not here. He's yet. not he's here yet. We calling at twenty-five. Tw- oh, he's two a minute and a half. I thought he'd be early. Um, yeah, Iditarod. 
insane. Have you been to Alaska? No, it's on my bucket list. Um, I want to go, though, whenever, if there's a particular time of year to see the the bear eating the salmon. The or, bear? But it's I, no guarantee. I, I mean, think, it's not like, uh, cue the bears. No, I well, they do hibernate, so I don't know. I don't know, but you can also see whales there. But uh, I went on a cruise, and one of the shore excursions we went on was to a uh, training place for the dogs. So we actually got on a sled pulled by the dog team, but because it was warm weather, the sleds were on wheels as opposed to being pulled in the snow. I kind of feel bad for the dogs. So do I, but... They look like they loved it. The guy's like, all right, let's go. And they're like, all right. You know what an excited yeah. dog looks like. That was them. Who knew? Look, we have an excited dog on the phone now. What's up, dog? Andy Field from ABC. How are you, sir? I'm good. Panting, waiting to uh, talk with you here. Now that I'm <laughs> well, you're a good dog. little reporter. Yes, you are. Thank, Thank you. Reporter. I'd like a bone, please, and treats. So your cat's... <laughs> So you're covering a story that, and no fault of yours, but kind of something we already figured that most of America thinks that the front runners on both sides are too old. Yeah, but uh, the winner of this poll is Joe Biden in in terms of how many people think he's too old compared to Donald Trump. Uh, 86% think Mr. Biden at 81 years old, that's his age now, is too old to serve. By the way, he's spending a whole lot of time joking about this now, about his memory. Uh, yeah, he not funny. A, yeah, he, he, it's well, not he knows cracking this is a giant up. issue. But remember back to Ronald Reagan? Remember when uh, when he was in a debate? I don't remember who he was debating, but uh, someone brought up his age, and at the time he was he was in his well into his seventies. Will and uh, <laughs> as someone asked him, are, "Are you too old to be president?" Or uh, compared to your your opponent, he goes, I'm not going to make uh, fun of my opponent's youth and inexperience. Yes, that was a and, good answer. And and that wiped away the age question, just like that. I don't know that President Biden can do the same thing. Uh, and certainly this report that came out with uh, a prosecutor and amateur psychologist who decided that he would comment on these things, much like James Comey did when he uh, exonerated Hillary Clinton with the with the emails, but then basically trashed her in his report and in his uh, news conference, uh, saying she was irresponsible, so on and so forth. None of these things, by the way, which were prosecutable, and that's their job to be the prosecutor, not to be the psychologist-in-chief. But Look, they were both Republicans, and I don't know about James Comey's motivation, but the White House at this point is saying that this particular prosecutor is motivated because he was uh, uh, promoted to that job by by uh, President Trump. Nevertheless, none of this matters because it, perception is, is all that matters in a, yeah. in a presidential race. I'd love to see and, the two of them debate. I think that would put it all to rest and and you could I mean you're going to know that they're both older but it's a different kind of older. Uh, yeah, well we saw the last debate where it was basically a mudslinging contest uh, between the two of them. I don't know how many they had the last time was it one or two? I think there was only one. I or thought two one. Of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and it was uh, you know it was predictably exactly what you thought it would be. Uh but 
this is a real problem, not just for President Biden, but for, for President Trump, where everyone's kind of holding their nose and going, who am I going to vote for? Uh, and that's a real issue in a presidential year when that job is one of the most important jobs in the country. In the world. And I remember this, yeah. for me anyway, this is not the first time uh, we've gone into election where I felt like I was voting for the lesser of evils. Um, and not necessarily evils, but more just, you know, seniority. Literally. Yeah, I mean, you know, sadly, it, it seems like elections tend to promote that. I'm not quite sure why that is. You don't often get a candidate where everyone's going, wow, this is the guy or this is the woman. Uh, it's usually like, mm-hmm, and I guess we're going to pick this I mean, one. at the end of the day, I feel like don't get too wound up about either one of them because who knows what's going to happen with <laughs> all these trials and who's going to know what's going to happen if Biden is going to step down. If I mean, there's down. been talk of Michelle Obama possibly stepping in. Um, there, yeah, well, the only person who's not talking about that is Michelle. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know she, why she she'd want to ruin her life. She's got an awesome life right now. Yeah, I, I mean, don't. I don't know why she would want to do that either. Plus, she's never had any indications that she's particularly political. Uh, she's given a couple of speeches at Democratic conventions, but she's been pretty happy doing what she's doing. I mean, she is. She's a popular figure, uh, but. The problem is, is if, if Joe Biden's going to step down, I read an article about this the other day that he would he would have to go through all the primary season because it's it's almost too late for anyone to get on these ballots and, and make any difference. Really, if he decided to step, step down now. Uh, Super Tuesday, which is in March, is the time where pretty much any candidate gathers most of the of the votes, and you pretty much know whether the contest is going to continue to duke it out or or it's over it's definitely going to be over for donald trump if, if he wins in south carolina um it doesn't seem like mickey haley has a chance at all of catching up with him and the thing As for too, joe biden he for, doesn't have much competition at all if any well but then you think if he were to step down let's just say hypothetically he were to step down then you've got kamala harris so i don't think that that well, would be nece- wild, not necessar- wildly not necessarily popular because he, he, he could go to the convention all the way to the convention and all, if any. Well, but then you think if he were to step down, let's just say hypothetically he were to step down, then you've got Kamala Harris. So I don't think that that well, would be nece- wild, not necessar- wildly not necessarily popular. Because he, he, he could go to the convention, all the way to the convention, and decide, you know what, I've done everything I needed to do. I stabilized the country. Uh, I agree I'm probably too old. I want to spend my golden years with my kids. And now it's up to the, con- the convention delegates, and they have the power to pick someone else. It could be Kamala Harris. It could be someone else. But it boy, could that be would Hillary be some Clinton convention if they do it. All right, let me ask you this: this is a bit of a, an opinion piece. So, who's doing themselves less favors as far as popularity? Joe Biden mispronouncing most world leaders. Uh, you know, why not get a "Hello, my name is" tag on all these guys when they all get together? <laughs> Just a thought. Or Donald Trump going out of his way to wave his thuggish flag like, you know, Alex Haley. Where's your husband? Well, he's serving in the military. Who's hurting themselves more in the public view? You know, I, I don't know the answer to that. I, I think no, we're in such no, a, not we're, acceptable. Well, I think we're in such a polarized political yeah. situation that 
who's hurting themselves more depends on on what color shirt you're wearing. You're on the red team or on the blue team. You sound like a politician. The blue team is not happy that that Joe Biden is going to be their pick. They would rather have someone else. They just don't know how to go about that right now. The red team seems pretty happy with Donald Trump. I'm just going to take a nap. Andy, thanks. As you got to last uh, 28 more minutes at the Carney Show. First. We we appreciate oh, wait, wait, I can, you. Want me to go 20? You guys take a break and we'll uh, we'll start. Yeah. Phone I'll take you up. Here. I'll Listen. take you up on that sometime. Thank you, right. Andy. That'd be fun. All right, take care, Andy. Such a good boy. Oh, let's go to the KTRS Traffic Center now and have a look at the roads. Here's Captain Paul Kopsky. Accident free right now. There is a stalled car on the 270 North exit to Manchester. Debris in the roadway on eastbound 64 past Clarkson is blocking the center lane and a stalled SUV on the shoulder on 270 North at the Olive exit. From the KTRS Traffic Center, I'm Captain Paul Kopsky on the Big 550 KTRS. Do you think fun over the weekend? Uh, yeah, we didn't talk much about what I was going to do. Yeah, how was no, your we didn't. No how idea was it? what you were up to. Did you fall, did you fall in love? Uh, oh, no. no. With the Chiefs. With the Chiefs. You've Wasn't moved it, before. Wooga booga. Yeah, you're not invited. What? Oh, was it, so it was It was a fun party? It was a good party. There was probably uh, 15 people there. Okay, that's more than more at my party Does that, that I include Taylor or no? Uh, no, but we saw her on the screen. We were, we were counting how many times they showed her. And how many times did they show her? I think it was at least 12. Is that a drinking game? Because you've been on the floor by yes, halftime. Yes, that's what we were doing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was it really? That's funny. <laughs> but it was only like a sip of beer, you know. Oh, it wasn't like oh we were sure. Doing like, that's what they all said. We weren't doing Jack Daniels shots yeah. or anything. Oh. Who brought up Jack Daniels? Go ahead and rationalize it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, did you, uh, what did you end up bringing? I ended up bringing uh, your high game, obviously. Hot wings, uh, <laughs> just hot wings and some and my own uh, drinks. Where did you get the hot wings? I got them from uh, Cecil Whitaker's in uh, on South Grand. Yeah, All we right. could sponsor your uh, traffic report. That's right. It, it seems that uh, I run into that situation a lot. Mm-hmm. I mention these places, they need, and they need to sponsor us. They right? do absolutely. So this person that had the party are. Uh, are you going to reciprocate, have a bash of your own, and invite her over and show her how it's done? I guess I could consider that, but I don't know if my house is a great party house. It's yeah. not, not like real five big. five bedrooms not big enough? <laughs> Just two. One's an office, you know, with the, my computer and the TV and everything, and then one's a bedroom. And Do you have, like, a dark room, too, for all the photography stuff, or is it you don't use film? No, no more film. Uh, yeah. all, all digital. A dark it's, room. I haven't. <laughs> Been in one of those since I, high school. I still use film. Oh, do you really? Yeah. Do you yeah. Gr- no, you don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do. You do? Okay. Yeah. I, I'm That's surprised. old school. You're able to get it places? Yeah. Where oh. do you buy it? Uh, at a store. You got a <laughs> camera store they have uh, film? <laughs> I didn't know they had camera stores. Yeah. Yeah, there's... There are there two. Schillers and... Yeah. yeah. And Creve Court camera. camera went out of business yeah, they went out. several years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's you know there's always it's always kind of a kind of a crapshoot when you shoot with film, thinking this is a great shot, but you won't know until it's developed. But I don't know. I just do you just enjoy that? I I do very much. Uh, digital just I, I puts me off. I started in photography after uh, digital cameras came on the scene, so I didn't do anything with a, oh with film. Actually, a little bit. 
And then we took him to like Photo Mat or whatever. Fox Photo. Oh, Fox Photo. Oh, the Mat. Yeah. Wow, remember those? They'd be like an Drive island through. in the yeah. parking lot. Yeah. And that hour seemed like it was 10 hours. Like if you'd been at <laughs> yeah. an awesome party the night before and wanted to see the pictures. One hour photo. Driver. Just kidding. Yeah. Uh, and that Robin Williams movie kind of ruined it for me. Did you ever see One Hour Photo? No. Where he was one of those guys that worked in a photo processing thing. Oh, but God. I think he had bodies in the basement. Uh. <laughs> Skeletons in the closet. When's your next party, Paul? I imagine your dance card's pretty Next punched. party? Well, yeah. I know that uh, I think Saturday uh, I'm going to meet up with some friends downtown at a place after the Blues game, which I think starts at 4 o'clock. You were there like we go. the Energizer Bunny, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. I have a yeah a fun social life you know, even I've at my advanced about, age. I, I've noticed about <laughs> about Captain Paul. Uh, he does all these really fun things with a really great group of friends, and the three of us are never really invited. <laughs> yeah, see, this is my phone. It doesn't ring. I never see Paul's number on there at all. Well, I tried to email you at uh, your email address I had, and and I keep getting uh, it bounces back. Yeah, right. Yeah. I think yeah. you might have changed your email address, John. I should have told you. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I'll fix that. Well, because I want to be invited to all these parties you go to. Okay. If I, I can be your plus one. Imagine if you could bring John Carney now. Uh, would you rather bring John Carney or Bob Costas You'll never to a party? get to go back. I, I'd say both. Oh, good answer. <laughs> yeah. Smart man. And not to mention Julie Buck and Max. Oh, Boise. that's very, very kind, kind to be throw us in there. Yeah. We don't believe you. It is uh, 2.36. Thank you, Polly. Thank you. See you tomorrow. Have a good week. Looking forward to a chat tomorrow. We'll be back in just a minute or three. Five. Welcome back to 41. Josh and Heidi coming up on the other side of the news, which means we got a little more time together. And we'll come back tomorrow and hit you with more stuff, including a conversation with comedian Lewis Black. We'll be in town before too long. So that should be fun. So stay here. We got Morty in minutes. Morty in minutes. That's what we should call You've changed his name today. Nah, I've done that several times. Nancy. Um, Thanks. All right. So Thanks, Steve. Two days. Two days away from Valentine's Day. Don't panic, though. Because if you've got to arrange something, they can set you up. Even if it doesn't even occur to you till tomorrow. <gasps> I got to get something for my honey. Piece of cake. Walter No Flores. They can do it fast. He's hired an army of delivery people to get things to you on time. And they have been extremely well-trained. On how to handle stuff. I mean, it doesn't make sense that he would go to the trouble to get flowers from Europe uh, and have them brought here and track every step of the way to make sure these plants are not compromised. Get them down to his place where they do the decorations with a trained florist and then send them to you just willy-nilly like in somebody's trunk. Does that make sense? It was kind of rhetorical. No, it doesn't. Great flowers, great sentiments, one place. Walter No Flores, online, WKF.com. KTRS Sports with Martin Kilcoyne. Presented by Offenberg Hyundai and Triad Bank. All right, Marty, how about it? My Chiefs coming through big time. Wait a minute. Big time. Weren't we texting before the game about our Niners? 
our beloved Niners. I grew up in. I didn't grow up. I was born there. You were born there. Yeah. No. No. Chiefs. No, our Chiefs. Chiefs. I think at this point, if you're in St. Louis and you're not a Chiefs fan, you might as well just concede. It's it's tough to avoid the yeah. merchandise around town. Ugh. And as good as they are, they're not going anywhere. What is it? You just have to can't beat them, join them. But uh, that was it. Was a fun, entertaining game. If you're emotionally invested, I know you were, John. That's a hard way to lose. Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Do you think? And Max was talking about this earlier. That everybody, including the refs, the coaches, and every single player, was extremely well versed on what happens during overtime nope. in a Super no. Bowl situation. No, no. no. Even Forty Nine er players have said, "We should oh, have I done thought it if we the scored a way. touchdown, we would have won." Yeah, like no, that's not how it works. Oh, and they've changed the rules uh. over the years to make it more fair for the better. But I don't think people understand. I was wondering if the Chiefs ran out of time in that overtime, mm-hmm. would that would that have been the end of the game? I, I was confused about that too. And I went on. They li- almost they were there. There was like three, three seconds, seconds left. I, I went online and I'm looking everywhere, and this it says at the end of the first overtime period, the team with more points is the winner. I'm like, right, but what if they are driving it, and they have downs left? And Tony Romo was like, well, it's just the next quarter. I'm like, what? And then the Chiefs. Won. And apparently that's true. That it would have continued. They would have the clock runs out. It's they get the right to finish their possession, but it wasn't clear to a lot of people. And uh, yeah, it's including confusing. the guy who caught the touchdown <laughs> yeah. in the right. end zone. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, is it? We're done. Is that we won. Do we win? Would it not have been easier to just play mahjong right. at the fifty-yard line? <laughs> is there another coin flip now that we just scored? Or no? Okay, and then they don't kick the extra point, which you don't need to. But the over/under, like gamblers, it would have made a big difference if they kicked the extra mm-hmm. point or didn't kick it. There's all this crazy stuff. But in the end, it's. Swelsey's world, and we're just living in it. We're just living uh, in Swelsey. it. Swelsey. I like I think it. that's Indeed. I think we're just, we, we go back to our, our own world. Now. And our regularly oh. scheduled programming. Doesn't exactly. Vegas feel like the place for the Super Bowl, though, year in and year out? Just, yeah. Because everything, the Super Bowl is so over the top and almost like a caricature. That first half hour, like, and now the National Football League welcomes these poor children from Guatemala. And then good. the next one, they're like, <laughs> and now we salute all the farmers of America. And, like, it just goes on, like, okay, pandering, part one, part two. They just do it like nuts. <laughs> and presenting the Bud Light coin toss <laughs> is Mother Teresa's niece. And you're like, what? <laughs> like, it just, I'm like, watch it. Is it, like, just too much? It's too much. Oh, my god! Although gosh. I thought the Lahaina High School was No, that's nice cool. Too. And I know I'm going to come off like a jerk. But no. yeah. Mother nah. Teresa fans are texting well, no, I... get rid of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, they just try so hard. And Vegas is perfect, right, for over-the-top entertainment? Yeah. Did and they already... showed Wayne Newton at the game. Who knew he was alive? Wayne... Was he? Are you sure he's still Are you sure that was him? No. Yeah. <laughs> well, huh. The, the chroma thing underneath said we need <laughs> This is a real sidebar, but I read there's a guy who writes about sports media and all of this, and he was recapping his week in Vegas, and he said the one thing I really wanted to do, he said everybody wanted to go to the Sphere. He said, I wanted to see Rich Little. <laughs> and he said, <laughs> I Rich, would. Rich, he said he plays Wednesday through, like, Monday through Wednesday. Like, he doesn't play the weekends. He's 85. And this guy writes, he said it was about 30 or 40 of us at the show. <laughs> I'm like, 30 or 40 of us? <laughs> and he said he's doing Milton Berle and Jimmy Durante and all this stuff. I I'm thought like, he was dead. I, 
Jimmy Durante is no, no. Rich Little. Rich, Rich Little. Little. Wouldn't you go see Rich Little? I would. If you were, I would one hundred percent. I have the interview, but so. <laughs> We'll uh, anyway, the point is Vegas, the perfect place for the Super Bowl to be held. Did everybody enjoy? Well, you didn't enjoy the ending, John, but it was a it was fun a game. game. It was a fun game. I it loved it. It was a it. great game. Go Chiefs. Yeah. And, Chiefs. And Max's Miami Dolphins lost to the Chiefs like a month ago. Do you feel better? Because you can say we lost to the eventual of course, champions. It's always better when they just steamroll everybody and win the whole thing. So, yes. So, yeah, the team that beat us, there's nothing we could have done right, about it. Nobody champions. could stop them. Yeah. How, is what true. was the head count on injured 49ers? All to, well, significant ones. The poor guy blew out his Achilles stepping onto the field. Oh, oh it's just Isn't awful. that crazy? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he literally just stepping onto the field <laughs> and then. And it fell over. And then Debo was injured off on throughout the game. Yeah, I think that didn't help. But I also think the 49ers coach, Shanahan's going to get beat up because he keeps losing, quote, big games. But he was aggressive. There was a fourth and three. He was very aggressive. Where they went for it. Because you could have kicked a field goal at that point to tie the game. That was gutsy. And I think he's thinking, hey, Mahomes and the Chiefs are going to score a touchdown. we got to score some points here. So they go for it on fourth and three. I, I didn't think he called a conservative game. I thought Brock Purdy. Played just fine. He's like a really good quarterback. Well, and think of the playoff but he's game not Mahomes. With um with him coaching. That was an incredible. Well, the comeback. New England loss to the Falcons. The Falcons led twenty eight to three, Super Bowl fifty one, I guess, seven years ago. And Kyle Shanahan was the offensive coordinator and a lot of his play calling was questioned. I think even Joe and Troy at the time said, Hey, why don't they run it here or something? So that's part of it that's gonna haunt him. But the 49ers are really good. It's just you can't give Mahomes the ball at the end of the game. It's just, it's proven. He's going to win. And I, I don't know how you, this was a year where they were kind of not pedestrian. They were 11 and six during the regular season. Do you think they'll add more to the defense over the off season? With the Chiefs? Yeah. The defense, I think, is pretty good. I think they need a little more to help. It can't just be Travis Kelsey over and over yeah, again and Mahomes doing everything. I think they could use a, another offense. weapon on offense. Let's get some more celebrity girlfriends in there. What about but she, didn't jinx, she didn't jinx him. What about a dedicated running back? I mean, right. not just. I mean, I know Mahomes is an incredible yep. QB, but why not give him a break? Well, they tried that. Clyde Edwards-Alaire was like a first-round. I'm saying a few few well, years ago, first-round yeah. pick. Uh, they had Tyreek Hill. He wanted a bunch of money. They let him go to your team to Miami. He was tweeting about how good they are. I think he's yeah. homesick maybe. for the Chiefs. Maybe but, little FOMO. But it was entertaining. Did we do commercial talk? My show tonight, by the way, the Kilcoin Conversation at 6 o'clock. It's an annual tradition. My buddy Bob Lackey worked at Anheuser-Busch for years, chief marketing officer. He did the frogs, the lizards, real men of genius, all of those. Yeah. And he has these great stories over the years. They would meet with August Bush, and he would say, what are we doing this year? What's the plan? And I said, I wish we were rolling tape when you told him uh, I got a thing with frogs. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, what? And like, well, we could, we, how about, how about that's not, well, we could do lizards next year if you want, <laughs> but they would win the ad meter in USA Today, which was a huge deal every yeah. year. So Bob's in studio tonight. We're breaking down so oh, what great. he liked, what he didn't like. Hey, Gus, what do you think of this? <laughs> the what's up guys. One thing he's always said about the ads he said you can't just have random celebrities they have to have some purpose and if you think about the campaigns that work for bud light over the years real men of genius what's up they, those guys became celebrities they but did. they weren't 
known people. They were actors who became popular because of the commercial as opposed to the random now celebs. they back into it the other way it's where just they so take weird. the celebs like dan reno was in every commercial he was. yeah it was great to see danny you know, I, I, he's got a oh, good yeah, head of guy. lettuce yeah, yeah. when i, I doesn't I, he I, say why are they calling me what am i eminem sure why not yeah. leo messi and me sure why not we didn't get there and so right that was okay i like still it. getting isotoner money yes know? see that's a good campaign one I remember, uh, well, I actually, I liked the Mr. T, but I remember him from my childhood. How many people 40 and under said, who's that? <gasps> right. Like, didn't get it at yeah. all. Yeah. But I got a kick out of it. Uh, also, didn't see much of it on TV, and we talked about it a little bit earlier. Three, count them, three people running onto the field wanting to participate in the big game. I, I saw some people tweeting the tackle or the video, the aftermath, because they always grab these people quickly. And I would like to know, what was more expensive, the ticket or the arrest? Because you already no paid kidding. to go in there. Why would you do and that? And they're not going to put you on camera. I right. mean, they're not even supposed to talk about you, I'm, right? Yeah, I'm wondering about that, Julie. Is there a rule that, that's been given to the sportscasters? Do not draw attention to this, although common sense would dictate that. But is there a rule Well, about I think that? the league's... Well, None of the broadcasters ever show it. I don't know if it's in writing anywhere, but it's been a long-standing policy that you don't. And you'll see it on your local broadcast during the summer. Well, we can't show you right now. There's a fan on the field. There's a great Kevin Harlan call. The Super Bowl, when the Chiefs lost to Tom Brady, some guy ran on the field. you got to play the audience because Kevin Harlan's like, there's some clown. This bozo is on the field. He's at the 20. He's He has been destroyed by the security. It's like a great play-by-play call oh <laughs> of a madman on the field. But, yeah, they all agree across the board, I think, not to show it, not to encourage it. Another thing I oh, – 5.03 to go. Someone has run on the field. Some guy with a brawl. And now he's not being chased. He's running down the middle of the 40. Arms in the air and a victory salute. He's pulling down his pants. Put up your pants, my man. Pull up those pants. He's being chased to the 30. He breaks a tackle from a security guard. The 20, down the middle, the 10, the 5. He slides at the 1, and they converge on him at the goal line. That almost sounds Pull like a joke. Right. I know. So there's no rules against the radio guy talking about it. It's the TV <laughs> people. He's pulled down his pants at the 30. <laughs> what is the thrill for running? You're at the Super Bowl. You would think it's the time of your life. You're in the building. And you know you're going to get arrested. And, and beaten. Right. I mean, I'm they're going to jump on you. I'm and surprised they weren't Swifties. We don't well, know like that. Big they might have been. And you know. Who knows? I think some players have been involved. Haven't we seen a couple football guys like do the tackle? Would you run yeah. out on the field with those guys out there? No. I think it happened at Arrowhead no. once. One of the Chiefs players like decked a guy. And I'm like, just think, do you really want to go out on the with those and in baseball, too, when they're throwing something at them, because you, you don't know what that is. Right. I don't know what's in the cup, you know, if you're the on the field and they're throwing something at you. On the concept of fans behaving poorly, uh, I also mentioned this earlier. The Carney boys smashed the TV when the Niners lost. Phoenix Woo! Open. No. They oh, yeah. have cut off liquor sales yeah. at a certain time or a certain point, and the fans are going crazy because that pretty much fuels – Everybody that goes to that particular tournament. Right. So the Phoenix Open has become the Happy Gilmore, the rowdy PGA event, crazy event. And I guess this weekend it just got out of control because, yes, yeah, Saturday they said they actually closed the admission gates and cut off beer sales. But this was the first time I heard a lot of players complain. Jordan Spieth and others were saying 
enough already. So I bet you next year they'll try and scale it back. I like it. Just a, it, It's rowdy, but this year it seemed like many of the players were like yelling mm-hmm. at the spectators. Oh, and I forgot, Martin. I got this for you. Look at your pen. It's from Triad Bank. We should probably talk about my friends at Triad Bank, neighborhood-friendly bank. You don't need to go running in there, but if you do, they're not going to tackle you. They're going to say, hey, how can we help you, Okay. <laughs> If you have banking needs, if you're a business owner, so many local businesses in town have figured this out. You want to get things done, do it with the bank that is based right here in St. Louis. Triad Bank on Clayton Road in Frontenac. Second locations on Olive that's just west of 270 for all your banking needs. If grandma needs a new checking account, if the business needs a line of credit, whatever it is, go with the St. Louis-based bank. It is Triad Bank. Good call. Give her her pen back. Thank you, Marty. All right. See you guys. All right, uh, we're we can all, get more Triad Bank pens. I'm just sure of it. We're we're all gonna go, but uh, uh, Josh and Heidi are here, so don't don't panic. Don't come back. We'll do this tomorrow. I mean, don't come back. Stay here. Stay here. Don't we'll meet you back. here. Tuesday edition, Restaurant Tuesday as well. It all starts at noon, so we will look for you then. Some nasty weather in parts of the country, and again, kind of dodging it. So, fingers crossed. We're not going to be scraping, dealing with that mess at all. So, for Julie Buck and Max Foisy, I'm John Carney. Thanks for listening. Be good to each other.